myself again. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show with the family with only three of us here. <laughs> Catherine Brandt sitting in for Tom Bernard once again. You think I'd get paid right. for this? Yes, you get a promotion. <laughs> and, and Tevin Pittman. And Andy Brandt Bernard. And we have Tim Lammers when we come back from this brief message. Why do I have lateral S? I got S problems. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. We're back with the Tom Bernard Show, and happy Veterans Day to all our veterans. We're related to several. Yep. Yep, we had a lot of veterans in my mom's side of the family for sure. Getting, oh, off, yeah? getting off the farm and going into war. Uh, so, going into war sounded better. Oh, yeah, when you go <laughs> to South Dakota, farm. all these, like, 300-person little tiny towns, they all have, like, giant memorial plaques as if every man in the town went to war. Well, I think Which, that... I world, think that's just how it well, was. Well, World War II and the Korean War, I think you did... It wasn't, like, voluntary. No, they drafted right. all the they way up through uh, so, Korea. So. Yeah, they were grabbing anybody that And I guess if you worked in South Dakota on a farm, you were probably pretty, you know, healthy. So Yeah, that's true. So is Lammers on the phone? Why, yes. I am I am here. I'm admiring the veteran stories. I my father was a, a veteran in the army. Had uh, two brothers in the army. Oh. Uh, on my other side, Ooh. my uh, father-in-law was in the navy. Uh, some nephews, uh, Air Force, Marines. So believe me, yes, I have tremendous respect for veterans. I somehow, I've got three brothers, and two of them are Vietnam War era kind of ages. But my one brother just went to Texas and was an x-ray tech and never went overseas, lucky. Mm-hmm. 
and the other one yeah. had uh, luckily broke his leg in like 25 places. <laughs> Not too long before the draft. Wow. <laughs> I didn't what have to luckily? go. Stepping a luckily. Jeez. The way you say luckily, yeah. Well, yeah. My, right. my, if you knew my brother Daryl, he would be one of those that would be, uh, he, he would get killed because he wouldn't shut up. That's true. Oh, okay, yep. Or he'd stand up out of curiosity mm-hmm. in the wrong time. He just wouldn't have made it. You know he wouldn't have made it. There's well, no way. Can you imagine him in a trench? He would no. have to, like, lay down. Uh, and, and, yeah, he's like six. Although he's he not was, old they, enough to be in a trench. He was like six foot five, six foot six. Yeah. I don't know. Vietnam, they were no. they were digging bunkers, weren't they, a little bit? Well, yeah. they you have like to bunkers, when you're being bombed? Trench warfare was, was done yeah, by like World, World War II. Yeah. I don't know, but you still got to hide from bombs and shrapnel and stuff. Yes, you do. Grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. So why did you want me to cry over another dog movie? Dog movie? Well, did you see it? Or did no, you, are you no. Waiting? We were busy this weekend. We'll... It's on the list. It's what on dog the queue. Movie is this? It's called The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's a smaller movie that you know made a minor dent at the box office. Uh, I think it made its money back, but it's based on a 2008 wow. book, a bestseller, a New York Times bestseller. I mean, I recognize the weeks, title. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a weird title though. What you're right, and I think that really has something to do with the success of film sometimes. You know, you would never get, unless you saw the poster, that, you know, this movie's a dog movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain. But That's the, true. The, the dog, yeah, the, the uh, dog, uh, it tells a story from the dog's point of view. Uh, and and uh, the owner is a race car driver. But um, Kevin Costner is the dog's, I, I don't want to say voice, I guess in a way it's his voice. He's credited as the voice. Or whatever. It's not like a Mr. Ed sort of thing where he talks, <laughs> you know. It's not a talking dog movie, but Aww. no, no, you you get the perspective of movie. the dog, okay. just like you do with uh, the a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. It's no oh, right, it's, uh, the narrator. Josh Gad. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you want to hear the uh, tone of this movie immediately, the very first line of the plot in Seattle, Enzo, an old golden retriever, is dying. Oh, mm. spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. That's the first yeah. sentence. Well, uh, I think most dogs do. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, too. it opens the well. movie with the dog, like, almost dying. You know, that's. Well, yeah. Well, that's yeah, how and then it cry. recounts his life and, and yeah. the owner's life uh, up to that point. So, well, believe we won't me, be seeing it. I, yeah, you, Melissa, you, you will cry your eyes out. There's no question about that. Melissa had a golden retriever as a kid. So she's a little oh, sensitive man. to, like, Marley and me. Yeah. Have you met um, oh. Brittany's dog, Murphy, by marriage? Her husband. No, he had a dog. I don't think so. His dog's name is Murphy. He is one of those golden retrievers that just, like, very dashing and very, I know mm. you love me. Oh, right, he's yeah. got all that. The majestic kind? Yes, he's a very majestic. He is They're either majestic dog. or dopey. Those are the two kinds of golden retrievers. I would steal Murphy in a minute. <clears throat> Murphy. Murphy's very cute. Well, if so. you want to see an actual talking dog movie, they're remaking <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. Really? In like yes. 3D realistic style. <sighs> yeah, well, it's actually debuting on Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't know uh, tomorrow. if I like all this. Did I, you, anybody so that, watch The Little Mermaid? I watched literally like five minutes of it and said that sucks. Oh, the live action reality? Did you watch no. it? No. Anybody? The only live action one I saw was. I want to know how the the woman that did uh, uh, the Little Mermaid did because she was the singing voice, well, the voice of Moana, the voice 
and the yes. singing voice, and she's a wonderful singer. Yeah, so she is a wonderful singer. Um, well, I, I just thought it was just too weird. I just didn't to go from. It is weird that they have the cartoon playing in the back. Well, and they'd have the cartoon. Okay, so what's the octopus lady? Ursula? Ursula, yep. Okay, so Queen Latifah was playing Ursula. So they would show the the movie, and Ursula's like ranting and raving, as she does. Mm. And then they'd show Queen Latifah in the background getting ready to come out to be Ursula. That's weird. I'm like... There's no magic here. This is just like watch a, mm. people running around, and I didn't think the stage production was nearly as interesting as it should have been. That's too bad. Yeah. I, I just didn't. I don't know. I, well, I didn't feel it right away. It, it's sort of like that Peter Pan well, one that they did. There's definitely oh. a difference of of watching a stage show in person yeah. as opposed to watching it that. on TV. Well, if it was more of yeah. an extravaganza or something, or more interesting, I just didn't <clears> think the sets were interesting i just thought it was just let's just do this and make a bunch of money because everybody likes the little mermaid i just didn't feel it well apparently know. a lot of people didn't like it so oh really yeah. yay i'm finally not a minority yep. <laughs> my red hair <laughs> and my opinions that don't mesh with society no. well there's been quite a few of these live uh performances on tv now i think the, the one before this was rent uh, um, you know, and again, I mean, it just, Friends? yeah, I could see how spectacular Rent. that would be and how oh. it would feel being there, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 there was another one when they did Hairspray live. And then, you know, the weird thing about this, and I don't know if you, you watched enough of it, Catherine, Mm-mm. to know. I didn't. But when they have to cut to commercial, yeah. it's just weird. It is just weird. <laughs> and then yeah. they come back and they're getting commentary from special guests, you mm. know, uh, during you know it, it's just weird yeah, i don't know it's, it's yeah. a hard thing to produce unless you're going to go wall to wall live you know yeah and i just it felt it, fe- it feels like an award show kind of also the live parts were entirely the songs they didn't do any other live stuff no mm. that's what vulture weird. says yeah it was just mm. weird yeah the live performances were restricted entirely to the movie songs plus a few additions so yeah that's i don't know I is there know. a little? Is there a Broadway version of it? You know, I mean, like uh, yes, there thing. is. Okay, and that also didn't do well. Mm. Yeah, I. I, don't know, I feel like unless I think it, there's just too many components. There's just too many working <clears throat> yeah. parts, and it just um, unless it's really seamless. And I mean, all the the reason why people love the Disney products is because there's magic to them. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're there. The animation is so wonderful, and the music is so you know is so nice that you yeah it makes you feel like you're part of it. Especially little kids, a little kid yeah. or anybody mm-hmm. watching this production would just be like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, and especially with the Little Mermaid, where the movie itself was such an extravagant, over yeah. the top. Like you have Absolutely. all these moving pieces, you can't yeah. recreate that on a stage. I don't really. Yeah, know. yeah. and you're gonna get that when you see they are making a live action version of it for a film too. So I mean, you're gonna get that. Well, that that I'm looking for. Well, like Aladdin, I liked Aladdin. I thought oh, that was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was, that was, I mean, I liked the way they did it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that was all, they, they the did genie it right. was pure, like, imagine trying to do the genie on stage. There's, like, literally no way. No. But you need they animation have been doing it on Broadway, though. They have? You know, there is a Broadway version that's done quite well, so oh. I don't know how they did it. My, my uh, youngest son and my wife 
uh, were on a, a band trip to New York. Uh, it was a school thing, and mm. one of their deals was going to uh, Aladdin, and they loved it. So I don't know how they did the genie, but they must have done something. Yeah, that's interesting because so much of the genie is the fact that he's like constantly changing size and changing his face. But on a Broadway stage, they can do so much just with lighting and suspension of disbelief. Well, and just him, I'm sure he could fly around because they've got everything, all the cables and everything there. Oh, yeah. The way, I mean, they can do a lot with a good stage production if they know what they're doing. But I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't enjoy this. This Little Mermaid thing at all. And I'm trying to get Fawny into Little Mermaid. She's still stuck on Frozen. And I'm like, can we watch a different Disney movie? Do you think we could watch anything Well, again, Frozen Frozen. 2. I know, it's going to be Frozen 2. Which Alex said sounds like it's kind of got some scary parts to it. Like, really scary. Well, yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. You know, obviously, it's screening a couple times coming up here. And I'm working on that for you, Catherine. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. I mean, you know, it's going to be tough to top that original, but you know, Hey, I mean, it's, well, you know, the, the, the side movies, they've had the little short films yes. in between that I've loved. Yeah. So I, I have high hopes for it. Well, and I mean, the first frozen had scary parts. They had that snow monster chasing them and. <laughs> all that yeah. stuff. I mean, there's scary parts in in almost every Disney movie. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, but not... I think the idea behind Frozen Two is that so many, or so much of the Frozen franchise's fans were very young girls when the first one came out, and now when the second one's coming out, they're older. So it's for older girls. See, I think that's hmm. a mistake. I think they should. I think they should capture those three, four-year-olds, because they're going to be into it big. When they're into yeah. it, they're into it big. Have you been to a Target you lately? Sure it, yeah. It's nothing but frozen merch. And because even if they get older, like, there's still, if you it's a nostalgia kind of aspect of, yeah. I'll go back and see the second one, because I liked the first one when I was right. younger type of thing. So. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. I think it's going to be massive, though. I mean, it's going to be a massive box office. The interesting thing is, it's opening against... Um, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks oh, as Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Well, that's a completely different audience, though, yeah. isn't it? Well, you know what? I could see. I bet you it's not rated anything. It, there's no way it's PG-13. I mean, it's Mr. Rogers, you know? Um, yeah. I'd be shocked if it were PG-13. But Hell and damnation, you might say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell and brimfire. We're going to find out the dark side of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no, I... Uh, uh, I, I want to. I'm, I'm typing it into Internet Movie Database. Uh, I, I almost said, "Won't you be my neighbor?" That's a documentary, which was brilliant. That's the one uh, I saw. I think where, where they talk about yes. the fact that people were protesting him. What? Yes, Mr. Rogers. People, people protested, protested Mr. Rogers. I think they were mad because the. Is it because he had a gay guy on there? Is that why he got? Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, I think that was it. That was part of it. You know, that, that they, they, look. I mean, imagine Mr. Rogers in today's culture. Um, I'm look. It's funny. I'm not seeing a rating on this thing. I hmm. would imagine it's a PG film, though. Yeah. So they probably didn't even um, put one on there because they're like, it's Mr. Rogers. Do we even have to? Oh well, yeah. Really it's Fred Phelps, of course. Who cares? He's the Westboro yeah. Baptist Church guy. Oh, is that who is protesting? Yeah. So it's nonsense that's literally all they do is they go around trying to get people angry at them 
Well, it's interesting yep. because I was watching a Netflix series. I loved the um, story Anne of Green Gables when I was growing up, and they did an Anne with an E. And, I mean, Anne of Green Gables has been done many, many times. But Netflix did one. And I was like, oh, my God, that would be interesting to see what they do. And the first year was pretty close to some of the stories in the book. And the second year, there's two se- two seasons so far. I think they're setting up for a third. It was all about um, gay acceptance in, like, four out of the nine, mm. nine episodes. And I'm like, okay. I'm all for gay acceptance. I accept gays. I really do. <laughs> I don't have any problem with anybody being gay. But I am tired of shows that are, his, you know, like a, about some. It was about yeah. a girl who grew up in really bad circumstances. She got adopted by this farmy couple, and they and everybody like helped each other um, with things and changed perspectives. And it was. Uh, there was a tiny little bit of, you know, women should be educated in the, in the book. Um, it didn't have anything to do with this topic. Well, and, to be and, fair. And, but, but I'm just saying, I think it's just been done to death. Well, yeah, it has. Yeah. So it's just it's not interesting you anymore. Be more accepting of gays isn't going to change anything. Yeah. Because people who watch that kind of thing already are, like, arguably the most accepting of gays in pretty much the entire world so i mean you don't see these people going to like saudi arabia and saying you should like gays more (laughs) no where it really needs to be done yeah right they bravely stand up to tell middle-aged white women that they should be more tolerant Yeah, and it's like netflix is doing this so much with different series that it's just it it's just become kind of boring and i i'm looking at all the series that are on there and their new uh, Netflix originals, and I'm just like, I'm not seeing anything that isn't kind of now the same old thing on Netflix. That's why we canceled it. There's nothing there. No, yeah. Scrolling through Netflix now takes a lot longer to find anything oh, that looks It used looks to be like, oh my god, everything was so good and interesting and fresh, and now it's kind of like they're almost like ten years behind the narrative. Yeah. It's like... well. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, you think they'd be ramping it up because, again, like I was saying, Disney Plus debuts tomorrow. You have uh, Apple TV Plus that came out recently. There's going to be uh, uh, NBC Universal streaming service coming out uh, in next spring. So the competition is ramping up. You think that they got to be on top of their game? You'd think, you know. But again, yeah, you you stream, you 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 scroll through Netflix. It's hard to find something interesting. It really is. Yeah, I mean, and with an E, it's done well. The acting is great. I really like it. I just, I'm just like, oh my god, are we really going to spend an entire season on the same, you know, the same topic? This isn't what this book was about. I mean, I find have her have a gay friend, whatever, you know, that's absolutely fine. However, they want to cast it or whatever, but just that bashing people over the head with the same message is just. Like I said, I'm so far beyond that. I haven't had any situations with worrying about gay people. And I don't know, when I first found out that there were gay people <laughs> when I was 10. <laughs> and I didn't care then, and I don't care now. As long as you're a good person, I like you. You know? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's all. That's the qualifier. Be a yeah. good person. That's yeah. what and I contri- always say. And contribute. Contribute and be yeah. a good person, and I don't have any problem sure. with you whatsoever. So I, sure. I don't know. I just, uh, but then we, Tom and I keep talking about 
canceling. Oh my gosh, we have to take a yeah, break. We We're two do. minutes past. All right, we'll be back. I'll rant <laughs> and rave some more later. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. We're back with Tom Bernard Show. We've got Kevin and Andy and Kevin. Tim. Ooh. Kevin. Oh, what did geez. I say, Kevin? Oh, I've shoot, only been I'm coming sorry. here for years. Kevin. Why was I thinking Kevin? <laughs> Kevin. I don't know. I don't have no, any idea. It's much idea more popular Kevin. than Kevin. Yeah, so well, we'll not really. I don't know once. any Kevins. <laughs> yeah, you do. Kevin Osgard. Well, that I see all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, I know Did she him. say we're, we're with Kevin and Jim? Jim, yeah. <laughs> Maury and Bernie. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where I'm coming from. I haven't been sleeping well lately. I've got too much on my mind. That's all my only excuse. Sorry, Tevin. <laughs> anyway, okay. what was I ranting and raving about? Anne. Anne. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Tom and I were talking about, oh, okay, so we have dish, right? Mm-hmm. We want to stop having that. Yeah, that's nobody has. Who, yeah, satellites a little. Uh, well, d- Tom. Uh, Tom likes to date. have every single station like oh, okay. on every on like four different things, just oh, in case. Okay, yeah. Just in case one goes down. Because he, half you know, an he's got to know what's going on in the world for the morning well, show. You know, yeah, so I mean, and I know Tom has talked about this before. You have Roku, right? I love Roku. See, I finally got with the program and got Roku, and it's like, what am I doing with Dish? I know. Because I have the Dish, too, and you talk about wasteful programming that you don't know. Oh, God, yeah. About. So, but the thing is. 20,000 channels but, of But this garbage. is the problem. There will be one show on Netflix you want to watch. Right. Yeah. There will be one show on Hulu yep. you want to watch. 
And where is there any place where you can get those shows without subscribing <clears throat> to those? Almost usually never. So no. no. Okay. Uh, so all right. So all right. So you're stuck. You gotta pay the price for Netflix and Hulu and whatever else there is. Well, you know, the most concerning one to me right now is Netflix because now we're talking about fourteen bucks a month. It used to be seven, eight, seven, eight, nine bucks a yeah, month. Yeah, it used to be so cheap. And then when you hear about, well, they're paying this comedian twenty million dollars for this, and yeah, you where's know, the money they're spending one hundred sixty on one hundred sixty million on the Irishman? It's like, okay, now I know why it seems to be going up all mm-hmm. the time. Whereas, you know, you're. Now, oh. granted, they don't have as much programming, but your Disney Pluses and your mm-hmm. and your Apple TV Plus, whatever you're talking, five ninety nine, four ninety nine a month, whatever. And, and 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 the Disney Plus deal, they're going to be offering a bundle where you can get Disney and and ESPN and Hulu together oh. for less than what you would pay for Netflix. Wow! So yeah, you know they they better get on the stick and do something different because, like I was just saying. It's just like okay, I basically now I I just look for new programs on Netflix, but uh, otherwise you just see so many titles on there that you wouldn't give the time. I know. Okay, so we were looking at okay. So let's say we get off of the satellite. It's Directv, not Dish. Um, somebody said, somebody told me that you can get all the local stations and all the sports stations on Sling. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. we went on there, and we we were trying to find the local stations, and we couldn't find them. And that's also a subscription of yeah. fifty four dollars a year or something like that. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, well, about your saying. digital antenna. I mean, if you get one of those, yeah, well, you should. You should you just know, get one of those. Everybody's telling me that that is not the best reception. Well, it you know, on where I, you put I've it. been looking. I've been. I'm sorry. I've been looking into them. I mean. One day, uh, my wife brought home one that was less than five bucks. Okay, just for the hell of it, just to see what you know. And it picked up, I think, three of the four stations, and they were crystal clear local stations. Well, yeah, it's digital, um, so as long I, as you've got like semi a line of sight, it's going to be good. Yeah, and then so you can pay five bucks up to a hundred seventy bucks. I was at Best Buy. I was looking at one. They said, "Oh, well, if you live out in the sticks, which I do." Um, they said, here, you bet, you know, you'd be best with this one. And yeah. it had like a 60 mile range hmm. and that was 107. Yeah. You just have to find out where they're being broadcast from, I suppose, like the channels that you want. I mean, they're all going to be within the twin cities, which is like even the east side of St. Paul is what? 20 miles away from you at most. Yeah. So yeah, you we're, don't, cl- we're so close to downtown. Yeah. You, you wouldn't need a very 20, $30 antenna. You'd probably be good. I'm just well, I'm just afraid the, if something doesn't work if there's the tiniest little glitch, Tom oh, Bernard will lose his mind. No, it should well, be fine. But We'd probably know, have to if, keep everything for five six months just to you know be yeah. sure it actually wait, works. Yeah, wait for the first rainstorm yeah. after that yeah. doesn't knock it out. Yeah, big snowstorm. Well, I just find it funny with the rainstorm. Sometimes you lose satellite yes. coverage. You know. Oh, when we were out in. In South Dakota, I had to go outside and wipe off the satellite dish multiple <laughs> times because it was snowing. I got a heater. Well, yeah. I got, yeah, I bought a heater for our dish for Tom for Christmas That's one year. A because good idea, it would get, actually. It would, where it was, it was just like getting so full of snow, and I'm like, I'm not going up there. Right. No yeah. way. So there's like this heater thing that you can put on them. 
and just stays yeah. plugged in year round and it gets rid of the snow. Whereas your digital antenna, you know, supposedly tried and true, I mean, that will work no matter what. Yeah. So Does that go on the just roof? Like the, the old rabbit ears, you know? Ideally, yeah. Oh, oh you do put that on the roof. <laughs> so you're just going to have to somehow get a cable from that antenna to your TV? Or no, how do you wire actually it in? not. I mean, the, the, the device you could probably set right next to your TV. Oh, they're well, not. Yeah. You, I think you can get in some digital live. antennas that are antennas. Yeah, where you live, I don't know. It might be a good idea to get a like a roof one. But, but then I mm-hmm. still have to deal with some sort of cable getting it yeah, into the that's house. That's true. You could try getting like a you know. Well, I'm perfectly fine with paying for a subscription to something that would give me all the local channels if I knew for sure they would have the local channels. I could have sworn Sling said it did. Yeah, and, like, I use PlayStation View, and it has, like, yeah, all the local channels. And then essentially it's, like, Dish, except it's not 150 bucks or however much it is a month for Dish or DirecTV. So you have to have a PlayStation box? uh, No, you can buy it, and, like, you just get an app. Like you oh. can subscribe, but mm-hmm. that, that's the one that I use, and it's like I think it's fifty four, fifty sixty four dollars a month. But then I get like sports package upgrades and stuff like that. Mm. But it's yeah, a lot cheaper than direct. Oh, TV. here we go. Uh, it's because there's packages. So Sling Blue has your local Fox, NBC, and Univision channels. Univision. Sling Orange <laughs> has local ABC channels. So if you do both, which is forty a month, then you'll get all the local channels, but CBS. Apparently, you just can't get CBS on Sling. So what if you desperately need CBS for whatever reason? Then you have to subscribe to CBS Plus and yeah, I'm pay sure. another whatever twenty bucks a month. Is that what they're doing now too? Know, probably. You can subscribe to local channels. It's CBS All Access. There it is. So yeah, another subscription service so just now for I CBS. Have to have 10, 12 subscriptions to keep track. Yeah, you yeah. Sh- really should just get a digital antenna. And then next will be, like, the app that comes out where it, you can load all your subscriptions into one so you don't have to scroll through and switch between, and you have to pay yeah. 40 bucks for that, too. And yeah. now you might as well just go now back to Dish. Now you might as well just have Dish. Yeah, yeah that's true. I well, know. That's what, the... I'm for, uh, that's what I'm afraid of because I've been watching all the costs of everything go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. And at one time, it was, it was probably, like, 40 bucks a month to have every yeah subscription service and now it's like eh, you add this you add that it's like it's going to be 70 bucks a month 80 bucks a month it's not that much which cheaper. is basically going to get you back to the full cable pack yeah mm-hmm. you know you know but the thing with cable the biggest mistake they ever made and it's amazing they still haven't rectified it was make it all a cart let us choose the channels we I want know. instead of just giving us you might get three channels in there but you get about 30 channels that you don't yeah. want or you don't yeah. want. Exactly. It's a big pain in the butt. I know. I know. That's the whole thing. I mean, Tom, you know, he's always trying to find something to watch. And I tell you, it's like if I didn't have my iPad and some games on there <laughs> while he's looking for something mm-hmm. to watch, I would lose my mind. He can look He can look for something to watch for an hour and a half. He'll say, oh, I yeah. have an hour and a half before I go to sleep. That's like, let's, let's find something to watch. He'll be scrolling around for an hour and a half. Drives me insane well, yeah it's a big it's a big decision like you can't if you choose wrong you get halfway through something and you hate it you're like well now i just wasted half my yep. time that i was i know but i'd rather it. spend 
five minutes looking for something and then just ditch something I didn't that stinks. And he's under pressure because now what if you don't like it? Now if you get mad, now he's out of here. You argue and complain. I never and... argue or complain. I'm just, I watch usually it's whatever he just decides to watch. I'm just joining in on this conversation, <laughs> and I feel you, Catherine. I go through the same thing with Dave. We always spend. Oh it, Alex was just complaining about Dan. She's like, oh, my God, by the time he picks a movie, it's the next day. My favorite is we'll spend an hour watching trailers of stuff oh, to watch. Oh, yes, trailers. We do a Let's lot of trailers. Let's watch the trailer. <laughs> I'm like, but by the time we get done watching all these trailers, we could have watched a movie. But, okay. <laughs> I go through the same thing. I know. I don't know you what gotta that love is. Them. That's why I would like to have fewer channels to go through. That would yes. be kind of nice. Instead of scrolling through everything on DirecTV mm-hmm. and then everything on Roku. Mm-hmm. And I think we have Apple TV, too, but I don't think it's connected. But I'm pretty sure we're probably paying for that, knowing Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't even know you're paying for it, don't you even, are. Yeah, it's like, could I see those credit card bills, please? Because I think we could probably cut off a lot of expense. But he's just, you know, he's so afraid that he'll want to watch a game and then it won't be on. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we... Sports packages, that's... Is, there's a, is there an ESPN bundle? Well, you can get the NFL bundle. I know that for like eighty dollars, you can watch every single game. Well, then you can have the MLB. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, NBA all access. Like I said, Each you have to pay for own, everything yeah. then. Yeah, that's the NFL Sunday ticket, right? Yeah, I yep. believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or now they have the the NFL Red Zone, where it's they just show when teams are about to score, and it just sort of cycles through all the games as well. Yeah, every touchdown. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's done that. Now, what Dave too. and I did is we cut cable. We got Sling TV. Okay. And you can watch live sports things through there as well. But you can't have CBS. Was it CBS? Andy just looked it all up. Not on Sling, mm-hmm. not CBS. Yeah, probably. What's on CBS that we would need? We, Other than the like news. Football on Sundays is on CBS. Oh, a lot of college CBS. football mm-hmm. Saturdays. Something you do need a. But you can buy. Mm-hmm. You can buy. I think it's like five dollars a month. You can get CBS All Access, and yeah. I think you can watch all their live programming plus stuff that is only exclusive on CBS Access, like their Star Trek series that they have out. You can only watch it through CBS Access. Well, that's what we were talking about, though. If mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, if everything's all a cart, and but you have to subscribe to everybody's. Yeah, it's a pain. It's a giant pain. What's it on again? What's it on again? <laughs> I'm like Tom. Just search. Yeah. Just search. I know. Yeah. God, see the little magnifying glass <laughs> up in the just corner. Search. Hit that. <laughs> it drives me crazy. That's not how he it's grew not up on doing Roku. it. It's so. not on Hulu. Kate. It's not on Amazon. <laughs> just search. We, we grew up on. Need a grid with just what <laughs> everything is on. This drives is drives me crazy. That's what it was. Every Sunday morning, I would get the TV guide in the newspaper, and I would highlight everything I wanted to watch. It would give you the channel, the time. It was like what the guide is on TV yeah. now, but we'd get it in our newspaper. See, when I was younger, my grandma, her TV, it was you had to turn to like the TV guide channel, and then it would tell you yeah, have everything three, that yeah. was on. Yeah, and then you'd have to go to that <laughs> channel. You could just hit the guide button. Hey, I grew up a with a slider time. box cable box where I had to get up and slide the channel over. Oh. I don't remember Purely that. analog, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a remote for it. We had to get oh, up. Oh, you had to get up? We had, I know. Lame. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> I had to get up and turn the cable channel because it was like this big brown box, and it had a slider on it, and it lit up the channel you were on. 
and it had like a little magnifying glass so you can really see the number but yeah that's how old our cable box was growing up wow and we had the remote with like four buttons up and down volume and turn the channel volume for the tv itself this was near civilization yeah i know (laughs) not the mountains (laughs) we had oil oil burning lamps and (laughs) some of my Amish relatives (laughs) exactly (laughs) Did yeah. you have to burn manure, too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dung fire. <laughs> nice dung fire. Oh, it took us a while to get up to date in our household, that's for sure. I know, and that's the thing. You talk to five different people, they've cut cable, but they all do something a little bit different. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like figuring out the best way to do it is almost like, I don't know if I want that responsibility with Tom Bernard's temper. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's overwhelming, the, the amount of... Yeah, of choices choices you have to stream now disney's coming out with disney plus yeah sam was talking about that one thing i do like about those services though they do opt for the year subscription so you only have to worry about it once a year you don't have okay. to pay, worry about it each month or anything like that so i think disney plus is only like 80 dollars for a year which is not bad for the content no actually less than that i think yeah is it? it's you save yourself it's i think it's six bucks a month or you can get it 66. for 70 Is it $70? For a full year. So you end up saving like 42 bucks. Oh. Yeah, a lot of times they'll... If what, you go with it. Yeah. Uh, these platforms, what they'll do is that they'll give you a month-to-month option or it's cheaper to do it for the annual option. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got the added problem of, you know, Fawn comes over and wants to watch something that's on right. Nickelodeon All Access, you know, which mm-hmm. you have to... And all of a sudden, Tom's got <clears throat> Disney. He's got Nickelodeon. He, mm-hmm. He's paid for like five other things just so she can watch a couple of cartoons. I'm like, oh my god! You're better off just buying the DVDs or something. You know? Or you just steal somebody else's login information. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because <laughs> you know, when you bring up children's programming, mm-hmm. they see that whole grid of all of those things, and so she's like, I want to see the pig. I want to see the mouse. I want to see. So she wants. To, and then, you know, Bop Bop can't say no. Yeah. Right. Oh, we have to take another break. We'll be right back after these messages. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. 
This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Just come back. Oh, I forgot to put up mics. Yeah. It's one of those days. It's Monday. I had no, a doctor's it sure appointment. Is, and it's a chilly, chilly, chilly Monday. Yeah. We're going to have a seven-month winter this year, I think. Yeah, it's going to be this gross. This is ridiculous. I just got off of a fun full weekend at GalaxyCon. Mm. And I met a lot of celebrities. Did you? I met Michael Rooker. Who's who, that? <laughs> you the, know who Michael Rooker is. Walking Dead guy? He was Merle in yeah. Walking yeah. Dead. Oh. He was... Uh, um, uh, Yondu. Yondu and Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue guy. Oh, Oh, yeah. um, he was in Days of Thunder. <laughs> he's been in a lot of like movies that you've probably seen. Okay. In the, like, right. He's doing the commercials for NASCAR now, too. Oh, is perfect he? Perfect guy for it. Oh, he, yeah, perfect guy. He is so fun. Just him going around. He would just walk around the con and just go up to people and hug them and take pictures. And, you know, you go to his booth, he's charging 60 bucks for a, a, a autograph and picture. And But he would just go around, and he was so friendly to people. And then one that was ple- I was pleasantly surprised to meet was Jim O'Hare, who plays Gary on Parks and Rec. Oh. He was that older kind of fat guy that everyone kind of made fun of all the time, and they never called him by his real name. They always gave him a different name. It was Larry, Terry for a while. Um, Kevin, no. Tevin. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, like, I, I could ne- feel his pain. Yeah. The struggle is real. <laughs> he was so sweet and so nice. Oh, my gosh. And what you if, you, if you're a fan of Parks and Rec or watch Parks and Rec, what you see – in his character on the show is what he is like in real life, and it's phenomenal. It, he was so gracious and fun, and yeah, there was just a lot of celebrities, a lot of great costumes. We had a lot of fun. Dave had but packed rooms for his. Did talk. they have a, a good crowd? Because I know that there have been previous. They actually had Wizard World had some comic cons there, mm-hmm. and it was there for three or four years, and they went away, and you wonder well. Well, there's a lot of those cons. Below expectations or what? what yeah, happened? well, the reason why Wizard World stopped coming to Minneapolis is because they said they didn't have a market here. Um, mm. Now, I don't know if it was because it was when they would have these events, because we all know Minnesotans in the winter going outside sucks. Absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of times they hold these cons at the worst time of the year for weather. Because, mm. you know, people have to park far away or whatever, and then they have to walk out in the cold and stuff. And especially people who cosplay and want, want to wear costumes. It's a pain to walk around in a windy city that's freezing. Yeah. Um, but uh, GalaxyCon was a hit. And um, oh, a lot of people were happy that it a con like this came back to Minneapolis. Um, they had a great turnout. Um, I don't know the numbers yet, but um, I I was shocked. It was bigger than Wizard World. I know that when Wizard World was here two years ago. So hopefully, oh, they, yeah. hopefully they'll bring back Galaxy Con and we'll have bigger, are, better the, speakers. Why each and are every there year. so many of them? They almost sound like no they're idea. the same it's all thing a, foreign language a little to me. bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wizard yeah. World and Galaxy yeah. Quest. And There's a lot of conventions. There's a lot yeah. of conventions, but um, these ones, these bigger ones, they can pull in the celebrities. You know, I mean, okay. we had William Shatner was there. I sat in on a William Shatner Q and A. He was phenomenal and so funny, but in that arrogant Shatner way. 
it was it was so cute because this one guy came up to ask a question. He didn't say get a life. <laughs> kind of, he did. Kind of get did. Get a life, people. <laughs> but he, it was funny. This guy was talking about his um, his career and like his accolades that he's awards that he's won, and you know he goes in Shatner, and you know you've been known to overact, and he's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> What is overacting? And then he's like, he's trying to get goat the guy to like overact, mm-hmm. and then he, so the guy says a, a phrase in a very overactive uh, way, and he goes, "That wasn't overacting. That was brilliant. I felt you were." It was just so funny how he was interacting with the crowd. It was I, I was blown away by um, some of the celebrities there. Uh, so yeah, if, if they can keep up that momentum on getting these big names in there i mean george I mean, okay. dakai was there for for someone like shatner to show up to one of these things it's got to be worth his while because he's right. been doing oh, yeah. so much for yeah. so long why would he come yeah. to minnesota mm-hmm. when it's 90 below well it's not 90 below, it feels, <laughs> it feels like, it's 90 like below. It. it's cold it's cold why would he you know yeah, I mean, normally this be. wouldn't have been that bad of a weekend well that's no. true yeah. yeah but i mean he has to make some good change to show oh. up those celebrities do make good money. I mean, they a majority of the celebrities, you could go up to their table, um, you can kind of chat with them or whatever, get their autograph, get a selfie. They'll just charge for a selfie. But then they have the the celebrity photo ops where you can pay to have your picture t- professionally taken with the celebrity. And you have to pay separate for that. So sorry, yeah, this all sounds so sad to me. Yeah, but the, <laughs> <laughs> it's how they make yeah, their they, money. Well, no, but I'm guessing like William Shatner's not showing up hoping to take a bunch of pictures and make money that way. Like I'm guessing he's getting yeah. like fifty thousand dollars just for showing just for up showing to Galaxy up. Con. Well, I'm sure I'm sure they is, have like guarantees yeah. for these these bigger names, you know. And then saying? they, I'm sure, yeah, they're selling merchandise. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, merch. They sell pictures. Um, yeah, there, I mean, even the P. Okay, you know Karate Kid, right? Mm-hmm. You know the movie oh, Karate yeah. Kid. We actually watched it in South Dakota. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, they have. There's a new. You. It's only on YouTube. It's called Cobra Kai, oh, which another? is <laughs> only on YouTube. <laughs> I know. And it's called Cobra Kai, which was the, the bad the, guys of the Karate Kid, right? Yes. Oh. Oh, good, and they were good there. Synapses going yeah, on there. Yeah, I just wanted to go up I'll to him. You. I wanted to go up to William Sabaka, who played Johnny, the blonde. That's what uh, did he sweep antagonist. the leg? Yes. Or no. I just wanted to go up and kick him in the back of the leg and run off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, like to see some of these old and it's a lot of older celebrities. But then they had the guy uh, Robbie Benson. Remember Robbie Benson from Ice Castles? Mm-hmm. He also voiced voiced Beast in Beauty and the Beast, the an- oh, animated. Yeah, he did. So they had him there. They had the woman who played the voice of Belle. Okay. So like little girls can go up and get Belle's autograph and. Is and she dressed up like Belle? No, no, she's not she dressed up. She can't do that. No, no. Um, like they, he won't let that happen. Yeah, but and you can they, sound like her, yeah. but you can't mm-hmm. look like her. And then they had the woman that was the original person. Um, not voice because Tinkerbell didn't have a voice, but um, it was Tinkerbell from eons ago or whatever. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But they, yeah, and then they had like the voice of Charlie Brown there, and then wait, how do you have if Tinkerbell didn't say anything? How do you have an actor that played Tinkerbell? I don't know. I, didn't know she I don't think this is a scam. I think she. They, I think no, she I was like Tinkerbell in plays or something, so they kind okay. of mimic her mannerisms and stuff for the Disney okay. animation film. Um, one thing that Dave was asked to do, who's asked to moderate, 
Steve Whitmire, who is the voice of Kermit the Frog, and he was so Kermit giddy. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> he, he was so giddy and so cute up on stage moderating his panel because he would. You could just see Dave go right back to being ten years old watching the Muppets again. And Dave always does like voices at home. Yeah, and I can stuff. see him doing that. Yeah, yeah, he does Ralph the dog a lot. <laughs> Every time he does a, like a, a deep voice, it comes out as Ralph the dog. Um, but yeah, it was it was really intriguing to see these and to make to see that these celebrities are accessible to people and fans. Because I mean, Kermit the Frog has been around for what? Fi- oh my God, fifty for years ever. almost, yeah. forty years at least. So um, yeah, it was really really cool. And yeah. we also got to screen and watch the live performance of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which was very bizarre. I can imagine. The movie is <laughs> Tim, bizarre. Tim, have you ever gone to one of those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was wild. You know, I was in college, so, I mean, it was about 30-some years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it was. you know, I never went to the Uptown to see that I did. version because I know it was a midnight movie every weekend at the mm-hmm. Uptown. But this For was years. it was a lot of fun. But I didn't see it coming, how crazy people were into that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. What would you yes. throw at the screen? Fun. Yeah. Did you throw toast anything? At the toast, yeah. <laughs> toast, squirt guns, yeah, they toilet had, paper. What else was there? They get, they handed Rice. out rolls of toilet paper for people. Rice sure. for the wedding um, scene. Yeah, it was it was nuts. It, and they had the callbacks and but what what sucked is that the volume on the TV wasn't high in, or the screens in the auditorium wasn't high enough. So you could hear the callbacks, but you don't know what they what they were responding to if you uh, haven't seen the movie before. Uh, okay. But what a callback! Do you know what a callback mm-hmm. is? Yeah, where they just yell, they respond to what's going on in the movie and just yell out obscene things. <laughs> it was just like, oh my goodness, this is so weird. But it was fun. It was fun. It's very weird. <laughs> That movie was very strange. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah, you were kind of kind of icky while you liked it. You're like, I, I oddly like that movie. That <laughs> what's wrong with me? <laughs> but well, I don't know. Has he ever done anything past that movie that was big? Tim Curry. Uh, Clue. I think Clue, Clue is big. Tim Curry's done a couple things. He was in Annie. He played uh, Brewster. He was Pennywise oh, that's right. in it. Yeah. Oh, he was? Oh, Tim Curry? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the big devil guy or darkness in Legend, the movie Legend with okay. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. So he always has to pay, play kind of a weirdo. He's mm-hmm. always a, yeah, a yeah. creepy guy. He he obviously he hasn't done anything in the last... Well, I can't believe have, they haven't made a remake of that. He had a stroke or something, shock. didn't he? Yeah, he had a very massive oh, stroke. Well, like why. To the point where I think it put him in a wheelchair. And oh. I guess mm-hmm. um, he does do, like, cons and stuff sometimes, oh. um, but he won't take pictures because his face oh. is partially paralyzed. Yeah, oh. it really... He had a massive stroke. In 2012, yeah. So, um... Wow. But he'll he'll still do autographs and stuff, and I think it even affect. He can't even speak hardly oh, at all anymore. God, really? Yeah, mm. yeah. It was a shame because he he was a great actor. I loved him in Clue. He was great as the the butler in Clue, and um, I don't know. He's just one of those really theatrical Broadway type. Yeah, he had like a pre- he had it. Whatever yeah, it was. whatever the, it is. He has the thing. He has it. He has it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I liked him a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I haven't really paid any attention to him. Every, every once in a while, I'm like, I can see him 
in that role. Yeah, I think that's probably one of his most iconic. And sometimes a role like that ruins your career. Mm-hmm. Like you I don't know. ever that's get true. to be anything else. You're sort of stuck in a strange spot. Yeah, he. Yeah, because when you think of Tim Curry, you think of Rocky. You think of Doctor Frankenfurter. You know, in <laughs> in Rocky Horror. I mean, sweet yeah. transvestite. That's I've never what... <laughs> tried to watch that at home. I don't know if it would have any. If it would be just what the hell? Why did I like this? If you watch, watch it at home. Watch it at home. You have to be at a cinema with all the weird things. Exactly. Rolls a toilet paper. I can't imagine watching it on TV. No. At home. Yeah. It's just yeah. I don't think it would. I don't think it would fly at all. I think people would be like, wait, you're very odd that you like this. But mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's really fun. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. If we're going to cut the, well, the dish or what we're going to do. I'm, I'm on the fence. Real quick, Tim, have you heard anything about, because I, I want to take my, my, especially my oldest son, he's very much into World War II. And Midway just came out. Have him call my dad. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it it screened the same night as Dr. Sleep. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Sleep won. (laughs) You know, and I hate that when that happens because they're competing PR agencies. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you heard a squeaky toy in the background, that's my new <laughs> we did. Oh, you got a new puppy. Um, <laughs> yes. Super cute puppy. I'll send, I'll send a picture, Cassie. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, I've been, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I unfortunately did not see Midway. But Bob Sansevier didn't. He liked, He loved it. Okay. It so, this is a remake of Midway. Yeah, it's basically, it's kind of cutting off where Pearl Harbor ended and the Doolittle, Doolittle raid yeah. at Midway um, after right after Pearl Harbor. Okay. So, I don't know. It, it should be. It looks like the effects look fantastic. So. I don't know if anybody would be watching any sort of war movies anymore. It seems like they kind yeah, of petered out yeah. after. They always come out this time of year. You can only make so many of them before. It's like we've seen all the different battle movies and it's yeah. like they all kind of yeah. blend together and now. It mm-hmm. seemed like we had a big run for about 10 years of a lot of War movies. Well, war movies always come out this time of year because you're coming up on December seventh. Yeah, and Veterans, it's Veterans Day. Day. And is Veterans today. Day weekend for the yeah. So yeah, it seems like that when they do put out movies, it's it's now th- this time of year. So. But we're not going to be seeing three or four of them in a year again. No, we were for a while. Yeah. And, and Tim, I got another movie question for you. Have you heard anything about the Queen and Slim? movie that comes out no no I've, I've been seeing i've been seeing ads about it though and it looks really good oh. but i, I just it? i haven't seen it yet i think that's coming out in i, I don't know did they november give a date 20, on november 27th i believe is what i saw oh, okay but yeah it looks yeah. amazing who's in it I, uh i forget what his people? name is he was in yeah there's a couple, <laughs> actors a lot, of, a lot of people um i forget what his name is hold on let me look the at this queen and slim queen and slim which queen uh what queen are we talking melina about melina Mist- Delkis and Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. That guy, yep. From uh, Get Out. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, from, from Get Out. Oh, oh, oh. And it's oh, like okay. they were victims of police brutality, and then they end up, like, shooting this police officer, and it looks like they're, like, kind of hidden in the underground of black Look society. Look at him smiling it as looks he says amazing. people. It looks, it looks amazing. Really? I'm so excited, yeah. Okay. It, gets, it got me hyped watching the trailer. Well, that does it for our first hour. We muddled through without Tom Bernard. What do you know? Yeah, they said it couldn't anybody? be done. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. You sure did. Well, thanks, Tim. Yes, good indeed. And uh, we'll talk next week. Everybody have a great week. You right. well. Right. Bye, Bye-bye. Tim.
We'll be yeah. back in whenever we feel like it. <laughs> in a few the minutes. The cat's away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.